What a beautiful day to have a healthy dog. Hi, it's Andrea Partee with the Dog Health Today podcast. I also have threelittlepitties.com and andreapartee.com. And remember that I am not a veterinarian, so I cannot give you medical advice, but I can give you some good advice. So what's going on today? Let's see. You know, sometimes I think of peanut butter as one of my nightmares. You know, enough with peanut butter already. I see it everywhere. Peanut butter flavored treats, peanut butter flavored chews, homemade peanut butter dog cookies, and let's not forget stuffing those Kong toys with peanut butter. Who started the rumor that peanut butter is good for dogs? Okay, today I really want to talk about, well, you guessed it, peanut butter. But let's talk about the five dangers of peanut butter for dogs and how to avoid them. And of course, you're going to guess, because I'm so crazy about peanut butter, not to feed the shit to your dogs. Okay, um, there's, if, you, if you're not a label reader, um, the ingredients in most peanut butters might surprise you uh, because they're kind of toxic. But, but, uh, what? I don't even know. What was I going to say? See, I got so upset, I don't even know what to do. Okay, first of all, peanuts are not nuts. You know that, right? You know that. You must know that. Uh, They're legumes. They grow under the ground. They are not a nut that grows on a tree. Um, Okay, anyway, the fact that they grow under the ground leads to two of the five dangers of peanut butter for dogs and us too. In fact, I got to tell you that um, I used to get peanut butter some of the time. And uh, years ago, this is probably like 15, 20 years ago, um, I'd go to the store and I always had this, you know, wanted this natural peanut butter. And anyway, I would notice that a certain brand would be totally empty. And then the next time I go to the store, another brand, you know, another shelf area would be totally empty. And so I asked, and it turns out that it was because of recalls. Why would peanut butter get recalled? Well, okay, let's talk about the two top dangers, and then you'll know why it gets recalled. Um, We have mold. By its very nature, it's common for peanuts to have various molds on them. And molds cause a lot of health issues. Mold is a fungus. So is yeast. Dogs don't need mold added to their bodies. And if your dog has ever suffered from a dog yeast, a, a yeast infection in their ears, it makes matters worse. Worse. Yes, I can talk. Um, one type of mold in peanuts is called, if I can remember how to say it, aspergillus. Which leads us to danger number two, aflatoxins. The mold, that mold produces a carcinogenic, meaning it produces cancer, substance called an aflatoxin. You've probably heard of that when you do peanut butter, when they do peanut butter recalls. What you may not know is this, even though the USDA is supposed to test every truckload of raw peanuts for aflatoxins, really, every truckload, and any containing aflatoxin levels of more than 20 parts per billion is supposed to be destroyed. Well, that makes me a little nervous. First, I don't want any carcinogenic substance in my food or my dog's food, even if it's only a little bit. Um, And honestly, because peanuts are so... um, 
it's so hard to to actually grow peanuts without these things that um, if you looked at the history of um, the USDA and, and what they allow, the amounts has gotten higher over the years. Just like um, how the toxins in our water keep going up. Um, they keep raising the acceptable levels because it's hard to get clean water. So anyway, um, every year or two, there's this huge recall of peanut butter, and that reminds me of bad dog food recalls. Um, so anyway, you won't see notices in the store about recalls. You have to look it up online. But if you go to the store and you notice an empty peanut butter slot, now you know why. Plus, peanuts are normally cooked at a very high temperature, so they hold little to no nutritional value. So why do we bother? Okay, <clears throat> those are the first two and the worst ones. But there's more. Um, there is sugar. Let me take a drink of water. I get so carried away, my, my throat just, you know, gets kind of scratchy. Anyway, if you're a fan of, like, Skippy or Jif, I assure you they are bad choices of peanut butter. Um, if you want to risk mold, that's one thing. But sugar is a big no-no for your dogs. It feeds yeast. Uh, it feeds that mold that's already in there. And the number of dogs with skin problems and ear problems due to yeast is rising rapidly. Enough dogs are getting diabetes as it is. And diet has everything to do with it. So, sugar sucks. Uh, danger four is hydrogenated oil. This processed fat is heated to such a high temperature and then steam distilled to get the rancid smell out of it. It's used because it's cheap and it never goes bad. All, uh, of course, it's, it's already bad, but you don't know because... You can't smell it. The smell's been taken out. But your body knows and your dog's body knows. These trans fats slow the thyroid, uh, especially if soy-based. It accumulates in ourselves. Think about heart attacks and disease. And because it's unnatural, it cannot be converted to energy. In short, trans fats are poisons. Just like arsenic or cyanide. Plus, they make us fat. Okay, so the next one, danger number five, is mono and diglycerides. Did you know that both mono and diglycerides, mono being one, di being two, are hydrogenated oils? It's a sneaky move. By splitting up the amount of the stuff into two parts, it appears there is less of it. So basically, now you have... You know, so you have hydrogenated oil, you have monoglycerides, diglycerides, and and it sucks. Here, here's a list of of peanut butter in, of ingredients in um, one of the most popular ones, which is Jif, uh, and this is copied directly from their website. Okay, made from roasted peanuts and sugar, comma contains 2% or less, oh, less than 2% of molasses, another sugar, fully hydrogenated vegetable oils uh, from rapeseed and or soybean oil, ick, and mono and diglycerides and salt. Okay, so you have, um, that means you have three different hydrogenated oils in there. And if you added them up, they would probably be over two percent um probably a lot mine 
I have no idea how much. I don't make it. But why do people put that crap in there? Um, the uh, Those fats, especially the mono and diglycerides, make a smooth texture. So you love spreading the peanut butter on your toast, on your sandwich, and into your dog's kong. That's why they do it. It's done for looks. It's not done for your health. It's not done for your dog's health. It's to make it look appetizing. Okay. Now, uh, underneath the ingredients, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, it also notes that two tablespoons of the stuff gives an adult person one quarter of all the fat they need per day. And it's not usable fat, so it doesn't count. Ew. And of course, there is... Please pass on these ingredients to your family. Think about it. Look at the ingredients on everything you buy. And you'll find that you'll want to buy a lot less things. Um, You know, to me, peanut butter, it's like... uh, And dog treats. And and even kibble and that kind of stuff. uh, With very few exceptions. um, In specialty stores that cost a fortune. If you are at the grocery store, let's say. And, you know, I, I, I do my best to never go down an aisle where there's dog food or dog treats. Because, like I said, it's like my nightmare. You know, I know what's in all that stuff. Um, but it's really equivalent. Let me ask you this. If you go down, a lot of the times in grocery stores, at least it used to be. I think it still is now sometimes. Uh, where, like, the, the pop pop you can tell what state that's from uh the the sugar drinks you know the coke the pepsis and the and all that junk is often in the same aisle as the chips and dips and pretzels and and uh um pork rinds and all that kind of stuff okay now i want you to look at that and then look at the dog food aisle in the grocery store and that's bit the same thing that's the same quality that you're looking at you're, it's junk food. It's crap. And I'm sorry that I'm honest, but I am. So, um, uh, let's see. Oh, I know. I wanted to tell you, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, but to, to see the side effects of peanut butter for dogs. I was coaching this woman with two big dogs who suffered from diarrhea. She totally changed their diet. Um, to raw, it was great, you know, I was, you know, I touched base with her every few days, but the diarrhea continued. We were both totally exasperated. And then I said, tell me everything that your dogs eat, even though it seemed repetitive to her. And I know she was annoyed with me, but I said, okay, just, just walk, you know, think about it. Just write down your, or think about your entire day. You know, you go through a mental checklist of what you do every day. So anyway, so she writes back and she says, oh my God, I totally forgot. Every day before I leave for work, I stuff peanut butter in their Kongs. It's such a habit. I didn't even think about it. You know, it makes me not feel guilty. I feel like I'm giving them something good and, um, you know, we're all happy. Well, guess what? The day she stopped, or within two days, uh, she stopped the peanut butter. The diarrhea stopped, and her dogs began to heal. So it's a big deal. So, 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 for God's sakes, enough with the peanut butter. You know, it's, and low-fat. If you think of low-fat peanut butter, um, low-fat anything, um, 
Oh, my computer is doing something. Anyway, um, remember that low fat um, sucks because the fat is always replaced with additional sugar or corn syrup, which is even worse. Because the only way we get flavor, or, you know, there's, how do we get flavor? We get flavor from fat. And of course, raw fat's really yummy and good for us, so that's fine. Um, but the crap fats are not. Um, sugar gives us, gives things flavor and any form of sugar and salt. So, so when you read ingredients, kind of look for those things. Um, anyway, what else was I going to say about this? Anyway, that, that's one of my pet peeves. I, I hate it. If you have to do a nut butter, and I do love nut butters, and sometimes if I do make cookies, I like peanut butter cookies, but I don't use peanut butter. Um, I use almond butter or cashew butter, and I use it without any, you know, that, that's all that's in it is ground nuts, and I prefer organic, um, but, you know, I don't... As far as stuff like that for Lulu, I don't give her treats. So I know it seems so mean. It took me a couple of years to get used to, honestly. But she eats a really good diet. And I found that the more treats I give her, the more she begs. And I'm telling you, my dog is, she's still a beggar. I know that's terrible of me that I, that, but, you know, she's not allowed in the kitchen when I eat. But she will be 20 feet away and she'll still you know, I can see that look in her eyes like, please feed me, I'm starving. And I know she's not starving. She's not even thin. Um, anyway, I think that was all I wanted to say about peanut butter. Let me think. Um, you know, if you want to give your dog treats, there's there's other things too. You know, really healing things like coconut oil is awesome. Um, and if really, if you want to do a treat, try some um, raw... Chicken gizzards. Oh, those are yummy. Lou absolutely loves those. And if you wanted to do some, you know, you could also um, dry them if you don't want uh, to, if you want to have something to put in your pocket when you're, if you're training or going on a walk or something like that, um, you can dry them out. If you don't have a dehydrator, you can just put them in the oven for, on a really low temperature for a few hours and that will do it. It's, it's simple. It's brilliant. Um, and that's it. All right, I'm out of here. And I hope I don't have any more any more nightmares about peanut butter, but I probably will. Okay, bye. Do not get uppity with me, girlfriend. You are not having a treat. Do you hear me?